You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. That's it for the breakout. We'll obviously throw some things over at Twitter to get you guys' opinions. Moving us over to takeaways. Now, the Bolts, as we know, were on the road to face off with New Jersey and New Jersey only. They went and played in New Jersey Tuesday, stayed obviously, played them again on Thursday, then headed home for all the Hall of Fame celebrations. Then they hosted the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday and then faced off with the New Jersey Devils again on Sunday, but here in Tampa Bay at Amelie Arena. The biggest takeaways will be from those games as a whole. So, Starting on a more positive note, takeaway number one is going to be player playoff mode activated. I have to say that so slow to make sure that I'm saying it correctly. Player playoff mode activated. And that's my first takeaway because regardless of how many points this team has or has not walked away from, since January 14th, you're starting to see the right players game take off and head in the right direction at the right time. Yes, there are still some concerns about how this team is going to make a run in playoffs where their consistency or inconsistency may lie. But big picture is the fact that the right guys are stepping up at the right time as long as health stays on their side. That's something to be excited about, Bolts fans and hockey fans. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about Brandon Hagel. 27 goals, 32 assists, 59 points. And Hagel turned into hat tricks Hags on Saturday versus the Montreal Canadiens. Beautiful hat trick. Of course, the last one was an empty netter, but still, he deserved it. We've seen a couple games where Hags has pulled off two goals or at least passed the Kucherov at the last minute, so he could have had two goals in a game. It was due time for him to have a hat trick. The confidence, if he didn't already have it, has skyrocketed. And I know some of you guys are thinking, it's Montreal, calm down. And still the form and fashion in which Hagel executed. It's what Hagel did leading into that game because we talked about Hagel or what he brings to this roster and how much he's just taken a huge stride in his element of game, starting with what he did Tuesday versus the New Jersey Devils in New Jersey. He was that tilt factor. He was that gamer that helped them command the ice on Tuesday versus the Devils, who is a fast, really good, and really young team. So the first player that had to be mentioned for player playoff activation mode is Brandon Hagel. And um, look, if he continues on this trajectory and just stacks on top of the statistics that he's producing now between takeaways, shots on goal, and now goals, you're looking at a guy who's going to help this team stay in the game, get that playoff push going, and um, who knows, hopefully see another Eastern Conference championship. Um, Another more important guy to talk about is Alex Kalorn. You guys have probably heard me say this numerous times. Killer had one of his best career seasons last year, and that all started on January 4th versus the Blue Jackets. He was scoring back-to-back games. Then there'd probably be one game where there was a little bit of a lull, or he just picked up an assist, but 
to say just is so insulting. He was so, so consistent and um, so helpful and such a key piece to this roster last year, starting on January 4th and through that playoff push. And Alex Corn is on the same trajectory right here, right now, starting on January 14th versus the Canucks. Canucks were underestimated in terms of their ability to win. Alex Corn was the one guy helping keep pace or rhythm in that game. And ever since then, he started to pick up. And then especially within the last three weeks, there's not one game that you don't hear his name, either in the assist column or the goal column. And this is with certain goals being called back. We thought that PTSD was going to hit for a second after last year. He had, I think, back-to-back games of back-to-back goals called back. So killer on the right track, hitting that player playoff activation mode. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Then this one could be hit or miss for some of you guys, but um, look... Who isn't a big fan of Victor Hedman and what he brings to the Tampa Bay Lightning organization? He's one of the best defensemen in the league. He is so notable not only for his country, Sweden, but, you know, the trophies that he's collected in the NHL and his style of play. You can't say it enough. One of the most unorthodox defensemen um, in the NHL. And look, a lot of people said so far this year, we're not seeing the same Hedman we saw years before then, but a couple of us do tend to forget that West Coast tour. He had that upper body injury. Mikhail Sergachev had to kind of step in for him in a lot of parts of the Bolts game. And now I feel like we're starting to see Victor Hanman back in his rare form, back in that element in which he's so useful and he's such a weapon on the ice. Um, typically, you see Hedman within, I don't know, 45 to 50 plus assists he's at 37 assists right now 44 points on the season and seven goals now that 56 game season that they had he had nine goals last year he had 20 goals the amount of games that he missed in the beginning of the year you know you kind of look at when he started picking up in the goal column again and that starts happening at this part of the year so he picked up a goal this past weekend and i think we're just starting to see victor hedman get back healthy get back in his stride and when they figure out the deep pairings he'll be able you'll be able to let him rip let him loose and we're starting to see that so much more so victor hedman is on the playoff player playoff activation mode at least on my list uh two more to go eric chernak now a lot of you are probably like what the heck eric chernak who and what here's the thing Chernak has been the most injured in his entire career this season he's missed 10 games up to date within with that absence accounted for, with the games that he's gone out of, so it's not counted as games missed, but games that he's had to leave in the second or third period, he only has one goal on the season. Um, he started getting more of an offensive element to his game in the past year, in the past year alone. You see him pressing up to the net. You see him playing more of an upward game. But the biggest thing for Eric Chernak is his 74 shots. Um, helping push the puck forward and create opportunity for his teammates there and starting to rack up in the assist column more consistently. So now that health is starting to kind of play more in his favor, there's more consistency to him being in the game for uh, three periods. As of late, he's constantly in that assist column. So he picked up his 13th assist the other night. Um, if there's one person on this team that I could say has hit the post the most besides Braden Point, it's going to be Eric Turner, crazy enough. 
So until those start to land, I just can picture and play out where Eric Turnock is going to be so helpful once those pucks start landing. But if you pay attention to his game, how much he has helped this team, and anytime he is absent, how significant of an absence that is, then Eric Turnock being healthy, being able to play and pushing the puck forward is a playoff player mode activation in my book. And then Braden Point. You can't have this conversation without Pointer. He's, if you look throughout this entire season specifically alone, there's so many games where he picks up two goals and makes it look so easy. He's at 43 goals, 38 assists, and 81 points on the season. Where that point total will be by the end of the season, they've only got a handful of games left. Once they get back, they've got seven games. So the big question is, can Pointer break or get close to 100 points, matching his typical line mate, Nikita Kucherov. We will see. So that's takeaway number one, very long-winded wise. Takeaway number two, this will be way quicker because we all know this one exists. The second period slumps. This team has a lower, lower shot on goal percentage. Um, it's the period that they let up and allow teams to get back in the game or the comeback period for their opponent. And then the turnovers just tend to ramp up their ability to control the puck, their breakout. All of that just seems to die down in the second period. And a lot of people argue, okay, well, they did well for the first five minutes or they picked it up at the second half of the period. No offense. It doesn't really matter because this has been a consistent issue all of this season. A lot of their games, majority of their games, there has been a second period slump. This team has won in the first and third period. Third period being probably their most dynamic period in almost 65% of their games this season. When you're looking at how the competition is revved up, especially after that trade deadline, they don't have the margin to have a second period slump. Not this year, not this season, not with this Eastern Conference. These teams are going to make them pay. And the biggest thing that hurts them in these second period slumps are the turnovers in the D zone. D zone has to come out fighting and playing as strong, clean, simple, and structured as they do in the first and third period in the second period. And here's the thing. We've seen this team have some great second periods this season. I'm not discounting that at all. Perfect example, night one in New Jersey versus the New Jersey Devils. Half of that first period was tough to watch. Uh, it was really hard for the Bolts to cover the New Jersey Devils. They were putting up some interesting uh, skating patterns on these guys. Then they adjusted. They were able to handle it and then, you know, take over the game and have a strong, really strong, really clean perfectionist second period and they carry that momentum into the third period that we need to see a lot more consistently. So that's my biggest takeaway, something we're not, um, you know, we're all fully aware of those second period slumps are going to be costly if they don't get a hold of it. And look, the second period was gross to watch this Sunday versus the Devils again. And then even the Montreal Canadiens had a leg up in the second period on Saturday. If it wasn't for hat trick Heggs, that result would have been different. So they got to get that under control.